Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. This is Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian and you're listening to the three T's, travel, tours and tourism. And of course, I am not alone today. Recently, a former classmate of mine recounted his ordeal about, you know, work visa. His agent convinced him to go to the Philippines with the promise that there is work there. Philippines. When he arrived, he saw the reality. There was no job for him. And when he tried applying for so many jobs, he said they gave citizens priority. Meaning that, you know, there was nothing. And he was eating through his savings until he became broke. He's still there and he's looking for a way to another country. And I also had a conversation with a friend of mine who plans on relocating. She mentioned that there is a reality, a truth about work visa and working abroad that people don't really talk about. And it's made me really curious. I want to know the reality because many of us are planning to jackpot. And before we do that, we have to find out, you know, what you're actually getting yourself into, the undiluted truth. So let's talk about it, shall we? Today with me is Ogenna Onoha. Mary, a content creator and an architect. Hello, okay. I'm good, and you? I'm I'm awesome. <laughs> what can we say? Super. <laughs> All right. How how Super. is how is it over there? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It has its ups and its downs, of course. But generally, at least for me, it's good. Okay, let's dive in right into it without wasting much uh, time. What is the general reason you think people or the inspiration you think uh, people have behind relocating to a different country for work? So there, there'll be various, various reasons depending on where the person is relocating from. So some people want to relocate for adventure. They want to relocate to experience new culture for better quality of life for better earning capacity you know economic economic reasons but for most of us from the global south it's mostly for economic reasons so yeah these are the most common reasons i see that people would want to to relocate and since we're talking about mostly people from nigeria i'll just put it at mostly economic reasons all right so let us do this expectations versus reality comparison what are the expectations mm-hmm. people go into when or go with when applying for work and eventually getting one and what is the reality of actually working abroad yeah, some people think that once you come abroad that your problems are just solved you know that that money just starts you just start making money there's guaranteed employment or you know, it's a fun fair, it's bougie living, a bougie lifestyle. You know, you start making with your boyfriends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. You don't make you don't make foreign friends. Well, well, depending on the country that you're in, actually. So, for example, if you're in the dark region, so let's say Germany, uh, Netherlands, you know, these German-speaking regions, and eh, that's not the reality because. Um, a lot of these guys, their lifestyle is not like ours. They're not as open as we are. They don't just interact as easily as we as we do. You know, you know. In fact, you can meet a German, for example, today, maybe in an event, and you guys chat, and you guys talk, and you think you guys are vibing. Tomorrow, you pass them on the road. They're not gonna say hello. <laughs> They're not gonna pass you. <laughs> that's that's something. Yeah, it is. It is. It's um. 
the lifestyle is very different from what we are used to, especially those of us from the African um, um, continent. We are more communal as opposed to a lot of these Western countries. Although people in, say, America, Canada, these are a lot more English-speaking countries and you have people who are much more open. But even at that, people don't make friends as easily as we do back as we do back home. So these are the most general expectations and people also expect that so there are pros and cons there's some good expectations and some bad expectations another bad expectation people expect people to be racist towards them or people to be cruel towards them however the reality is um while yes there are some people who are racist of course but just the same way you have people who are tribalistic in nigeria yeah Mm -hmm. but uh, everyone is not out to get you you know if if you what do you what you Think about all the time most likely will be what you see um, all the time however other realities in terms of your problem solved it's not true your problem is not going to be solved <laughs> it's not going to be solved just because you relocated yeah because you have new set of problems you have problems with immigration you have problems with the foreigners office you have problems to keep your visa even if you get work visa there are certain limitations you know you can't either lose your job for more than six months you know so there, there's some limitations for you because you're not in your country, of course, and there's no job waiting for you. <laughs> so so when you Ouch. come, you have to hustle with other people because this same job you're coming for, there are thousands of other people who are also leaving their countries to come get this job, both those from the global south, a little bit of those from, from the global north, although those guys are generally mostly moving for adventure or just to have a better quality of let me say work-life balance so for example people who are coming from america most of them they're not wants to come to like germany because i live in germany so i can speak specifically to germany they want to move to say like germany european countries because the work-life balance is a lot more better than what you have in um, canada or in um, america or the uk but yeah there's no job waiting for you you still come you still compete with other people some people who are probably a lot more smarter than you are you know <laughs> so not to say that not to say you are not smart i'm just saying it's just there's um, always the going to be someone smarter you know <laughs> you just go somewhere you realize that ah, oh boy, your local champion <laughs> vibe is not gonna work here. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> you know put your leg in yeah because when a lot of these countries say for example in germany a lot of times they say right now the country is saying they need at least 400,000 foreign skilled workers to come into the country yearly for the next probably 10 years or so. Now when people hear that they imagine that these 400 jobs 400,000 jobs are just sitting down and just waiting for you to come pick it up. That's 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 not true, you know. So while you have 400,000 jobs there are probably millions of people also coming in you know scouting for that um, same job and true like you said in the beginning uh, your friend who who said there's a priority for the citizens it's true there are a lot of priorities given to citizens which i can't blame them for i mean if i'm a citizen i want my country to look out for me mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. so it's not their fault that their um, government is making sure that things work out for them so i had a situation for example where i got a job and the government refused to give me a visa because the, the the pay for the job, I was told that my qualifications and experience and the pay does not match. That I'm not paid enough for my qualifications. So they'll rather give that job to a German because their people 
need that job so why should a company bring someone who they can't afford to pay instead of paying someone who is already in the country that they could afford to pay so i had to go look for another job imagine i'll say i'll say that i'm not complaining i'm not complaining about the money <laughs> Well, I, I didn't know that was a thing, actually. But, you know, so this, it is. It is, actually. It is. So, for example, that particular job would have been fine if the person, if I was an EU citizen, it wouldn't have been a problem. I would have gotten my visa and, and all. But because I wasn't an EU citizen, the company has to um, justify the reason why they are employing me. Do you understand? So, this, this is what happens with um, a lot of other jobs um, as well. But when you're in certain fields, like say in the IT field, jobs are too plenty in the IT field. They're not worried about that, you know. So if you're coming outside of the country, as long as you're good, so just you, you stand get a, a tech skill yeah. and 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 stand out because that's the future. That's the Most now. Most people that are making blood money now. Ah. They are the ones. <laughs> ah. They are the ones making it. Oh my! <laughs> so when when one is is leaving like the, their country, their home country, to another country and that country is not like english is not their first language and if if it's not even english like there's a language barrier right how can Mm -hmm. that be be addressed so once you're moving to a country that's not english it's not an english-speaking country of course you should start learning the language already in fact even before leaving nigeria or ghana or wherever it is that you're in you should already start learning the language the reason is some jobs, yes, you can work in English, but if you're going to live and thrive in that country, you have to be able to communicate in the language of the country. If not, you're going to have a ceiling that you can never break, you know? So the job might be in English. So for example, tech guys, there are a lot of tech jobs that are in English and they can do fine without without a local language. But there are certain, like I said, there's a ceiling you just cannot break because you don't have that um, language skill. So if you start from the beginning, even before you come to the country, you start learning a little bit of the language. And then once you arrive, you hit the ground running. Because once you settle in before learning, you begin to you begin to say, Shabia mm, Fuku mm, survived one year, I've survived two years, three years. Before you know it, time is going and you're not learning the language. This is happening to me now. That's what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, how when far can you, speak, here, can you speak German? Oh, my sister. <laughs> Gesundheit. This German is difficult. It's it's a difficult language, and um, my my major or what I did wrong was I, I came here to do a master's and I studied in English. And at the back of my mind, I was like, ah, I'm doing a design. And my work is going to be design work. I'll most likely not interface with customers or clients or whatever. So I don't need to worry too much about the language. Well, the sad reality is i need to because um unlike in in nigeria for example that, I, that i'm familiar with even you even though you're a designer you're going to be talking to clients your boss is not going to be ho- having meetings for you you know you're going to be talking to clients yourself you're going to be making your presentations and these guys speak german and these guys if you're in finland or they speak finnish or whatever language they speak there so you have to be able to communicate in in that language even if you are working in an English-speaking job, let's say because they have some international companies that the company, the language within the company is is English, mm-hmm. but you have more German speakers or more local um, guys. So even when they are having some conversations, so during break time, for example, you can't bond as much, you know. So mm. it's to start 
when it is still hot. <laughs> so that guy lied to you me. Know, Someone told me, just, asked me that, you know, told me to come to the to Germany. And I said, Germany, ha, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm all, see, language. I'm not, I'm not proud of this. I'm not, <laughs> I've not finished learning my own language. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to learn German. And he said, no, you don't have to. Well, now I know that he's, he's not getting the 100%. He has not seen the reason until he sees it. He can speak German. German. So, <laughs> so I, I think <laughs> listening to him will be a big you know, L on my part. So you're saying if you're going to a country that don't speak your language, but they still speak a little bit there, still learn their language for ease of communication and bonding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There are some people that have been in Germany, for example, for 10, 20 years, and they don't know how to speak German. Mm. It doesn't mean you cannot survive at all. I'm just saying you give yourself much more opportunities Mm -hmm. if you are speaking the language. So even if you're going to look for a job, for example, if they're going to start filtering people, say, let's say you guys are 10 of you and you all are really good with what you are doing. Now they need to look for some other thing to eliminate some people. They will say, okay, you, you're not speaking German. Okay, let's take you out. Now you part now five. So it, it, it kind of reduces the amount of work they need to do um, on their own part. And even though you are, you might survive uh, your day to day, let's say you're living in a very multicultural city, like say Berlin or Munich or okay, you know, places like that, you can survive well. But like I said, there's a, there's, there's a certain limit um, that you create for yourself. Even if you don't think about it or you don't see it it's just it's just there relocating you see the the internet has tagged those people the the class of 2022 that relocated the class of 2023 they will bring uh phone and start talking about it and in as much as you know most of them are just discouraging us from or discouraging the rest of the world from relocating some of what they say, there's truth in it, right? It's just that because you are looking for, one might be looking for a better life, you just shut your ears to hearing those things and you just shout, hey, stop telling me anything. If you, if you know, like, I can come back to your country and all that. So, <laughs> so, so, I've heard about loneliness, that depression. I've heard about uh, a <laughs> lot of The real thing. So, exactly you've just said it so how can one adapt fully you said that in some countries the whites you might divide with them today tomorrow they don't know who you are right you've said that and Mm -hmm. that can be a big you know big problem for some people so how can one Mm -hmm. adapt to that new environment let's say i've got my work visa Um, okay now i don't understand where i am how do how do i adapt if i travel the first thing is to find your community yeah, I don't. I don't discourage anybody from relocating. Please relocate. Yes, if you can and you want to and you've made your plans, and relocate. But the important thing, I think, the reason why a lot of people talk about these downsides is so that you are aware of what you are coming to 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 meet, so you can plan better. And so one of the ways to go around this is to find your community. So once you hit the ground, find, if, it's, if you're a Nigerian, find a Nigerian community around you. Find a local church or a local mosque or something. Those are the first people that you can easily connect with because you understand each other. And those ones, they already have the problems that you're going to face. They've already faced it. So they can easily help you navigate. They can easily tell you, okay, um, in Germany, what we call Aslander Aslander Behoreder is the foreigner's office. Those guys can frustrate you. So this, your community, they've been here before you. So they can already give you heads up, say, okay, when you're going here, do this, do that. 
or maybe you're, 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 you're here as a student or you're here like we're talking about now for work. They can, those guys that are already here, who are your community members, can easily tell you, okay, talk like this, do this in the office, don't do, this is not how office, you know, things work, you know, things like that. So the most important thing is to find your, find that your community and connect with them as quickly as possible. And another thing will be to find meetup groups. So for lots of Western countries, Germany especially, people are not, like I said, very communal. People don't just like, you know what we have back home, if you work out for road, somebody will just say, how far? You guys just start vibing and you're friends automatically. It doesn't happen here. Nobody stops you on the road to say hello. Nobody do that. Hmm. <laughs> Even this is what you pass and say, fine, get. Nobody is telling you, calling you fine. <laughs> so now you're missing all those markets. You go, they say, my color, my color. <laughs> my color is not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so you, you find that people do a lot of meetups online mm. so you have lots of facebook groups you have lots of meetup communities maybe you have a particular hobby you play golf you play chess you play tennis you like reading certain kind of books you find these groups in in these meetup groups and then you can connect with people based on hobby you play tennis uh, um, tennis or whatever you like music you like art there are lots of these small 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 communities you know that you can always um tap into your neighbors are not going to be the best people to <laughs> to connect with quickly not like you're not the best i'm saying it, that even connection in nigeria so even in nigeria uh-huh. <laughs> so you might find out that you sign up for a meetup group you go to that meetup group and then you find your neighbor your neighbor that you have been passing each other since <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> oh wow but when people meet in these kind of settings mm. they are much more open to interact you know because they're you there find, for like, a reason exactly or you find professional events since you're coming for work you have different groups for your professional thing attend them networking events you, you waka or the waka as soon as you hit the ground you know <laughs> and yeah. start connecting and just um keep an open mind you know, one of the things that a lot of people say, especially to us Nigerians, they say when you come to Germany or when you come to the, to America or wherever, don't don't connect with the Nigerian people. Lo. Find all the locals, <laughs> my brother, my sister. It's not the good <laughs> advice. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not good because here, for example, Germans don't make friends easily. Mm-hmm. You know, they make friends. They have a very close, very tight friend circle and that friend circle they've had it forever like when they were kids they've grown up together and everything it's very difficult to break into that circle so you need to first make your own community friends then you probably make friends from the office which is not even easy sir, because after you leave the office that is the relationship is over until the next morning so <laughs> but you can also make friends from the office you know and then when you've finally been able to make one German friend, the good thing is when you do make a German friend, they're, they're usually friends for life. They're, they're great with being a friend, but it's not easy to get there. So even when they even interact with you, they don't just say friends randomly. They don't just say, this person is my friend. They say, this is my colleague. This is my acquaintance. This is my something, something, something. Friend, before they would say, this is my friend, ha, it's going to take. It's going to be a long time. <laughs> Okay, so so when I started this um, podcast, I talked about that Philippines guy, right? The guy that went to the Philippines. Now, what happened to mm-hmm. him was false information, right? 
he was fed mm-hmm. all the lies in the world and even the the agent said you know what i will even add my money for you which i, I really highly doubt it <laughs> the, the the biggest lie in the book so how do people um stay refrain from falling into these kinds of pits um the first thing is that you need to be willing to do the work because one of the reasons why a lot of us fall into some of these crazy the hands of some of these agents that can say nonsense is because we think that we, we cannot do these things ourselves the information you need is on the internet everything that you need so for example you're moving to I always make reference to Germany because this is where I, this is where I live. You you want to move to Germany for work. You want to, you can get all the things that you need to do by yourself. You can do it yourself. You can get information from the from the government website yourself. You can get information from the office you're going to work yourself. By the time you depend on agents, agents are out to make money for themselves. So they're gonna tell you anything to make to get you to do what it is that they want you to do. So if it's to tell you that ah. The work is already sitting there waiting for you. Their own is pay them their, their fee. And once they've helped you do whatever it is they need to help you do, and you've gotten to the country, that's it. They, they don't owe you any other thing. They've made, they've taken care of their own um, interest, which is making which is making money. Another thing is to filter the people that, are, that you're listening to. Because some people that are talking to you don't even know what you're talking about. You understand? Some people just got to, let's say they got to America today, tomorrow morning, so they're telling you how to come to America. Or they got to to not like you, you can't do that. Um, I don't mean to say you, you can't do that. You can, but there are certain realities that you don't have until you have actually lived there for for a bit. You know, at least you go first settle down. You go first, maybe I give you bars first. Then you organize yourself. <laughs> <laughs> then you can tell somebody say, okay, this is how it works. You know, this is how this doesn't work like or this doesn't work like that. So I would say to look for people that are giving that. Uh, maybe there's some sort of evidence. I don't know how to say there's some sort of evidence. But it's all these people that just want to be shouting, Ha! Germany! This country! Don't listen to those people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't, listen to that. don't listen to those people. Because um, different people who come to the country through different means face different kinds of problems. So when you, when say, for example, those who come to the country as refugees they have a completely different reality from those who come to the country as students students have a completely different reality from those who came with work people who came to do like family reunion different reality those who came to work as a au pair so au pair is some sort of a nanny per se it the, all their realities are different now all the people are going to make videos about coming to germany do you understand? So you need to know which route are you going and who is giving you that information. If you're coming to work, it'll serve you better that you're listening to someone who actually moved there to work or who is working already or something. If you're moving to study, it'll serve you better to talk to someone or listen to someone who has studied. If you're moving to um, moving through the uh, refugee route, then better listen to the person who, who has gone through. For example, when people reach out to me to say um, they want to come to Germany as a refugee, I don't know how to do that because I have not done that before. I don't have my circle of friends. Um, I'm not, I've not done that either. So I, I can't help you with that information. So you need, to, you need to put in the work to filter the information that you're getting. That's just the, the long and short of the story. What is it? Is it Shanghai Visa? What is that? 
Schengen. So Schengen is like yeah. it allows you travel to twenty six countries in Germany. So if you come here as a student, as uh, with your work visa, the visa is usually Schengen, and you can travel to all the Schengen countries, which are about twenty six um, of those countries visa free. Is it easy to get? Well, it depends on what you're what you're moving for. Like I said, if you're moving for a student, if you're if you're moving as a student, your visa is still the Schengen visa. So, a student visa, for example, right now is taking a bit of time because I don't know Nigeria they're just stressing us. So, it's taking a bit of time now for people to get student visas. You have long wait list now. Um, the last time I heard it's about eighteen month wait list. If you're moving to work. It's also a Schengen visa you have. The only thing, the, what what makes your visa different from the students is how much work you can do. As a student, you can only work for limited hours, and as a work person, but they're both Schengen visa. In that, you can use that visa to go to um, all these other um, other countries. All right. Now, um, I'm sure you you have covered the advice for individuals who are contemplating relocating another country for work mm-hmm. you have done that because a list of them and I, i've been noting that not that i want to travel though in case somebody tells me that lillian <laughs> lillian look at what i want to do <clears throat> so what yeah. should one look out or look out for in a country before choosing that country that they want to work in do you just choose mm-hmm. any country you need to look at, yeah you need to look at language very important yes so. it's, it's yeah, very, very important. It's If it's not English, are you willing to ha. learn the language? If you're not willing to learn a new language, I'll leave it. <laughs> hmm. Just go to where you know that. <laughs> you know that, you know, you will not need to learn the language. But I encourage people not to be discouraged by the language. Because learning a new language is always an advantage. It's difficult, true, but it's always an advantage. Even if you leave Germany or Finland or... Denmark, these non-English speaking countries, maybe you stay there for a while, you've learned this new language and you're moving to another country. Your language that you have learned is still a plus for you, you know, wherever it is you're going to. So look at the language and tell yourself, am I willing to to learn a new language? Another thing to think about is the integration call. So how quickly am I going to move from just being a new person in the country to maybe getting a PR? If I plan to stay as a, to become a citizen, how long is it going to take me to, you know, to get to that point? Then you need to look at work-life balance. What is that like? How how committed are they to um, work hours and um, being able to relax and stuff? So in Germany, for example, work-life balance is key. Is that they don't play with their hours. If it's four hours we are working, it's four hours. Nobody's calling me after work for anything. You know, if it's so work-life balance is super great. Some people don't mind. Some people don't care if, if there's a balance with that. So if that is something you want to look at, so it's something that you should, you should then look at. Let's say Germany compared to Canada or compared to the UK, what's the work-life balance like? You want to look at that. You also want to look at future opportunities. What, what are the possibilities of me growing in this country, in this field that I'm in? So... Of course, you do your own research, kind of companies that are there. What's the, what's the growth path like? There's no way to say categorically that if I'm here, I can move to this, this, this. But you that you're in your field. So let's say I'm an architect now. I know in my mind, say, these are the, these are the places I want to get to. These are the things I want to be able to do in my life. Can I do them here? Are there opportunities to do that? So these are the things that I would say that you should um, consider when you are looking to relocate. 
So those that move to Canada, for example, a lot of people move either for study or they move with PR. So it's almost like, okay, we are landing with PR and then we can now start moving next thing, think about how to get a citizenship. If you're coming to Germany, for example, you're not coming with PR. You're going to come, you're going to work for a couple of years and then you get your PR and then you get your citizenship. So the curve is a bit longer. So in some of that country, like say, say Malta, it's probably a bit shorter. So you need to think about these things. What are you willing to, how much time are you willing to put into that integration call? And is, does it work for you? And if it does, then I think... Uh, then ah, and money. Money is very important. Money is very... <laughs> money is very important. If you're looking for work, of course, you want to think about which country, if you have options. So if you don't have options, you cannot be saying which country am I going to. <laughs> yeah, true. But if you have options, yeah. uh-huh, if you have... You want to think about... um the, the your income and your um, general expenses so i always compare germany and america because these are like the two um extremes so while germany is much more social um, america is much more capital in germany for example you pay really high taxes as opposed to what you pay in america but the social system takes care of a lot takes care of so you're not paying for school fees for example your kids are not paying for school fees they're up until university level Unlike what you have in America, where, of course, they don't pay up until secondary school level. University is crazy. You're going into a lot of into a lot of um, debt to do that. So you want to think about which one would you prefer to do? Then you, you look at the health insurance. In, in Germany, for example, your the health insurance is very robust. And all of this is in, integrated into your, your pay already. So before you even get your money, your health insurance is already taken care of. As opposed to what you have in America, where the health insurance is not as robust as you have in, in Germany. And so many things you have to still pay for. You have to still take care of all of that by yourself. Then you look at retirement. What is the retirement um, thing like? In Germany, retirement is not so great because the way the system works, you are not. Um, it's not your money that will take care of your retirement. It's the money of the young people mm-hmm. that's coming behind you that will take care of your own retirement. So you need to look at all of these pros and cons and you look at the environment, the, the, the system in itself. How For me, I'm looking at how safe is it. I'm yeah. starting a family. How What kind of environment do I want my kids to grow in? Is it how conservative, how um, liberal? All of these things. This is for me. This is how I would I would look at it. The, the big picture, as opposed to just the money yes. um, I'm getting off the uh, off, off the table. Because, for example, if I'm earning say ten thousand dollars in in America, and let's say my final take home is say eight thousand dollars, then in Germany I'm probably earning ten thousand. Same ten thousand, maybe let's say now in euros, but my final take home is about six thousand. There's a there's a difference initially. But overarching, mm-hmm. what's the real difference? How how much extra things do I need to still pay for? Yeah, you know, the encounters that cost. So you want to for me, you want to look at all, all, all of these things. Is weather a factor? It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. All right. Uh, so what is your? Uh, I want you to give me just your five biggest culture shock, because I know. Transition, transitioning from a citizen of Nigeria to you know going abroad, <laughs> Germany to work, you'd have seen things. I'm like, hey, so this is how you people used to do here. <laughs> so tell me what your um, five biggest culture shock is. So yeah. So number one is like I said before, you can live in your building like this for years and you don't know your neighbors. Nobody's saying hello to you. Nobody's. <laughs> oh, wow. You guys, what? 
short story when i first came to germany my i think my first or my second day i was going into the building and i saw there's, there's an old lady she was carrying her and i could see she was struggling with her stuff and the you know the home training in me came outside <laughs> so i went to had to help her you know i just when i was like let me help you um and she the way she looked at me like who is who is this oh! something like that so and of course my german is is zero at the time so i couldn't even explain myself properly so i had to like uh, explain to her by by hands i'm like i'm helping you i want to take it to the car she was looking at me so dumbfounded so i take i took it to the car and i dropped it for her she, she couldn't believe it. it she was looking at me like i was i wanted to rob her or something <laughs> oh my so when i got to the house, I'm sorry, I got to the house, I asked some of my um, my friends at the time, I was like, this is what happened to me today, and they were like, who sends you? Who send you message? <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. For me, that was like, <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it was, it was, it was shocking for me. Nobody, nobody is that interested as such with, um, with other people. Doesn't mean that there are no um, people who are either respectful or care for their neighbors. It doesn't mean that that's the case. But um, the vast majority, everyone is very, very individualistic. Um, another thing I found shocking was quiet days. So there are quiet hours and there are quiet days. So from 10 o'clock in Germany, you're not supposed to make noise. Everybody's supposed to be quiet. Everywhere is calm. If you, if you do in your in your house by 10 o'clock, your neighbors can call the police for you. Because <laughs> what? Be sleeping, all right? You know, something. Yeah, it's, I'll be uh, watching it's, a movie with loud with my speakers. Ah, you better be bringing it down. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> your neighbors might be reasonable. They might come and knock on your door and say, "Keep it down" or something. But some people don't give. They don't care. They just call the police like straight up. Like this person is stressing us. You know things like that. And then you have quiet days so on Sundays. You cannot do, you cannot make a lot of noise on Sunday. So, for example, your your washing machine, for example, maybe if your machine is not so do boogum, 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 but that don't just wash clothes. Oh boy! <laughs> just leave it. Or you want to go more the don't do it. Leave it. Wait until Monday or something. You know, because um, I told you earlier, Germans are very big on work life balance. balance. They want you to rest. Yeah, they want people to rest on these days so even on sundays you don't find shops open everywhere is closed you don't buy you can't buy things on sunday except if you're in a very big city then you can maybe have some restaurants will be open and people can go eat and stuff <laughs> but um beyond that it's, it's generally quiet i my first time i came out on sunday i arrived here i think on a friday or something on saturday i wanted to just rest because i came with some food stuff so i could, able, I could do some things on, on saturday and sunday i want to go get something everywhere it's closed up so if you're here <laughs> you want to do this all the time another thing is that germans are very finicky with money so <laughs> i have stories my stories are many <laughs> I, I went to, <laughs> I went to, to a party a, f- a friend of mine was having they're having a brother my classmates he was having a birthday party at the, at the time and I was like hey guys you guys come around and, and um, let's do something so me I said ah finally let me go and do something in this country it's boring so we went there <laughs> we went there with everybody finished eating thank god I, thank god I ordered what I can pay for I just ordered only pizza I wasn't even like, say, let me eat pizza. I just ordered pizza and everyone ordered. 
until so one girl even was sitting next to me she was like let's share your pizza can you finish it it's too big i can't finish it I said, okay let's share it time to pay they say get train say uh, separate i'm paying separate this girl <laughs> she told me your money is i think it'll be something something and a few cents like i was so shocked i was like what first of all why am i paying why am i it's not you that invited me for party <laughs> why am i <laughs> why am i oh, if you don't have money for party why sure you would have just said we don't have money and just we just say you have been better and rest you know and then the next thing we are sharing the money was so ridiculous we were sharing the money up until cents like hmm in the office, one want to have like if someone has a birthday or something and then want to put together money for a gift. Maybe the money you're putting together is like one euro or two euros. Somebody would t- give you their PayPal account. Send my one euro huh. to me. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Hey, okay, then that would be cool. <laughs> oh wow, that is that is something. Nothing like nothing like I'll take care of you, don't worry about no. Everybody's gonna take care of their their <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right. Of course, like I said, these are these are yeah. these are generalization. Doesn't mean you not meet some people who are. In fact, there's this particular lady I met in my current office. At some point, I told her you're not German because you don't behave like a German. You're, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah. I, these, these. All right. Another yeah. Another shock. Mm. Hey, my stories are many. I'm just cutting you off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> another shock was um. Uh, yeah, I told you the other time that you you meet somebody, you talk to someone, and then you see the person the next day. The person just passed. You'll be wondering, ah, did I offend this person? I, I thought we were cool yesterday. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, you are just cool at that moment. So yeah. don't think that um, they're going to say hello to you later. Of, of course, um, if something happens and you guys really have to talk, they they're not going to get completely just ignore you and stuff but don't, don't expect that people become friends just because people say talking for you another thing is they are very blunt super super blunt germans are blunt <laughs> they'll tell you as it is like they're not even gonna paint it maybe you maybe maybe you have body odor or something they come and tell you you're smelling mm. nobody's telling you nicely or something they're not gonna, they're not gonna be looking at you like let's um, maybe you can do no. I can <laughs> tell you straight up <laughs> oh, wow. how it is. They're very, very, very blunt. Um, that's not the case, however, for like say the, the French when we were in France, they're people aren't warm, they are warmer. Let's mm. say in France, in Sweden, mm. they're they're a lot more warmer. But Germans, no. They are strict like this. They are strict like the language. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much. It's been really fun having a chat with you. I can listen to you all day, but we I don't have much yeah. time anymore. Thank you. So, in thank general, you do your research, do a lot of research before you travel. Mm-hmm. That is the cook of the matter. And now we are even having yeah. the, the research for you. You can just listen to this, and everything is, is, is done. Thank you very much, Ogena. It's been nice talking You're to you welcome. again. <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. All right. Okay, you have listened to Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian and um, keep listening to some amazing content from this dial. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com